Everyone knows how to play poker. 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 But do you know how to play poker well? Well, get ready to talk poker strategy with the people who run the games. Hear interviews with the stars. Get information on when to play, where to play, and how to play better poker. 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 This is Poker Action Live, a weekly poker show with your hosts Big Dave Lemon and Joe Rodriguez. And welcome once again, everyone. Another edition of the show, Poker Action Line. You can pick it always up on iTunes. Just uh, search for Poker Action Line or Big Dave Lemon, and uh, you can subscribe to the show. Of course, you can go to our website, PokerActionLine.com. Or a good place to pick it up is uh, on a weekly basis is on the Hold'em Radio Network, which is uh, does a fine job carrying a lot of great podcasts, including ours uh, on weekend nights. I think like Friday evenings at eight, right, is a good time for our show. And uh, there's a place you can pick it up. But we always bring you the latest in what's happening around the world of poker. Um, kind of interesting thing we talked about. Uh, uh, it's kind of funny because today I was looking through some shows that I had TiVo'd. And one was called, it just said Windy City Poker Championship, okay? So that's, you know, some kind of tournament in Chicago. And I just happened to sit down and turn it on today, Joe. And uh, it was a show, a cat, a 50K cash game. It was from 2011 that was uh, taped at the Jackson, Best Bet Jacksonville room. Or actually, it was before Best Bet. It was the Jackson, Jacks Poker Room. Okay. So this was at Why the, was it called Windy City? Well, I I don't know. I guess they carry different tournaments <laughs> from around the world or or something. It was something on something called the Action Channel. So uh it turns out there's a 50k uh buy-in uh cash game event. And I looked around the table and there was Jason Mercier was playing. Uh a couple guys I didn't know and then John Raisner was playing also. So uh I start to watch it. And the commentators are Scott Long and Chris Casenza, who are my editors oh, wow. at uh, Annie Up Magazine. And I didn't even how realize. How did we not know this? Well, this I mean, was, I'm saying no. How did we not know that they this did this? This was 2011, so we'd only been doing the show a short bit of time. And uh, Were you writing for them at that I time? I don't think I was. I think I started after that, maybe a year later. Something yeah, like I'm that. surprised Scott or Chris hadn't mentioned anything Well, to I don't us. know how many shows they did or called, but uh, they did a pretty good job. And uh, it was interesting. I was watching some of that today. But it was just kind of very, uh, you know, all these things happened that are very coincidental. Uh, by the way, tonight we were hoping to have uh, Will the Thrill, Fayil, on the show. He has a big a charity event, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But coming up a week from today, uh, as we do the show here on January 18th, it's a Wednesday evening at 6 o'clock. It's in New York City. And it benefits the Ronald McDonald House. A lot of big-name stars are going to be there. Which is a great cause. Uh, including John Reisner. Huh? So uh, that's <laughs> so very interesting. Anyway, uh, I have been talking to a bunch of people about this tournament, and someone told me that uh, John Raisner was all over 2 Plus 2 Forum. And we had just, I don't know when the last time was on 2 Plus 2, but it had been a while, uh, except for the PPC stuff yeah, that, right. that came up, and I had gone back to that. So some kind of uh, scandal where some guy, and not a good guy, uh, kind of a dirtbag that's been arrested many times. And, and he admit, admitted it on his little speech there on the thing, that he was a, kind of a degenerate and uh, he had gone through some tough times in life. But that uh, there were several guys in, ta- in the Tampa area that were holding some blackjack games at their house. And uh, Raisner's name was involved somehow and a few other big-name Tampa players. And I'm not going to uh, you know, indulge in that and uh, you know, even confirm it because although there was a lot of people who vouched that that kind of thing happens in that area, 
this guy was about the last guy you would trust for information about someone that you uh, had respect for. So, uh, you know, as I, I, it just was kind of weird that all these little things kind of surround each other and, uh, and the name came up. So uh, uh, I just want to bring it up if people want to look into it and see. But uh, it just kind of reminded me that a lot of people in poker are not what they seem to be uh, sometimes. You think uh, they're good people and then, you know, maybe not they're not so great. Yeah, well, listen, sometimes they feel like they've been burned. I've seen, believe it or not, Dave, I mean, I've seen this. I've seen people... You know, I've got first-hand knowledge of threats that were made to private games. I mean, you know, when I when I got into this business back in 92, you know, I dealt for a few months, you know, was let go at Mikasuki, uh for a very stupid reason, okay, that had nothing to do with none of the dealers that were let go, and started working on a ship, and that progressed into working in a lot of private games for many years, and... Some of those games were run by very nice people, and some of them were run by not so very nice people, if you get my drift. And, you know, people owe money, they do this, and, you know, if they feel threatened and they don't want to pay, they, they, they've, you know, threatened to call the police and, and, you know, all stuff like this. Did this guy give a reason why he wanted out, Reisner and the people that were running He said games? that they stole nearly $500,000 from him. Now, that's... You know, he had talked about how it started out, and he had brought twelve thousand dollars to play poker, and they had, he had lost his money, and and then uh, he was looking for a blackjack game somewhere, and they said, "Well, come over to the house and bring this money." And he's talking about how he had, on paper, you know, won up to like four hundred and eighty some thousand dollars or something like that, uh, and said that they ended up uh, paying him maybe a ten percent of that or something like that. Anyway. Uh, you know, he talks about, you know, the drugs and how he was super drunk and wasted when he was playing and this and that and on and on. And, and the funniest line, it just got a good laugh out of it because the funniest line someone tweeted was, uh, you know, $100,000 blackjack game fueled by Coke. He goes, what could go wrong? What could go wrong? What could go wrong there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was kind of funny. So people could check it out if they want to. Uh, I'm not giving a whole lot of credence to it, but uh, there are a lot of people talking about it. And uh, I just wanted to mention it because, you know, I, I try not to let these things go by with at least investigating it and see if there's a story here. But um, the exact stuff is not going to be corroborated. But the funniest thing about it to me was the guy who posted this, and there was – 10, 12 pages of responses and people talking about it and different things that have happened before. And this guy says, well, I think I'm going to go on a couple of uh, poker podcasts later in the week and uh, talk about it. <laughs> Who's going to have this guy on their show that has any credibility whatsoever? So, Yeah. Well, he knows he knows the opposition really can't say too much. So, you know, <laughs> anyway, he's got the whole forum to himself. It was a little scary to find out that some of that stuff may may or may not be going on. Uh, but uh, you know, I guess it's uh, the gambling world, really. I mean, these people uh, that play po some play poker are not are not on the up and up. I guess uh, you know can can look for cheap thrills somehow, and it involves a lot of money and and. and uh, Stealing from people. We know that Reisner uh, had accused uh, Sorel Mizzy of dealing uh, open-faced Chinese off the bottom of the deck, you know. And so these little games go on different places when guys are bored and they go into the hotel room and play for tens of thousands of dollars. It's yeah, crazy. It's scary the amount of money that they play for. Yeah. And, and 
eventually that will lead itself to lead somebody to, sure. to somebody you know either getting stuck a lot of money and then trying to do something that they shouldn't be doing to get that money back in the form of cheating, setting up the deck, whatever, you, however, whatever you want to call it, and uh, especially when it's being done in, in, in the privacy of a hotel room, a private house, you know, uh, there was a time when that's the only place you could go to do these things, Dave. But well, I, I, I just wanted to say, because we had talked about the 2 plus 2 forum, and you, you mentioned it uh, on that show that I said, you know, you've got to take everything with a grain of salt. And I think your comment was something like, you know, uh, if a lot of people are saying it, there's a gra- there is a grain of truth involved yes, in there somewhere. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, I hope it's not true. Uh, you know, I'm sure it's blown out of proportion and everything, but uh, it's just a it's just a note to people to be careful in some of these games. When you go to a poker tournament and you're bored and you're looking for something to do, watch your money, watch your uh, behavior, and uh, be careful because a lot of people will take advantage well, of you. Well, first of all, why would you want to bring a lot of cash to a game that you really don't know the people who are running it, right. people who are playing in it? You know, you're just looking for trouble. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're just looking for trouble. And uh, you know, again, don't know how many how many of those private games are still out there. You know, in, in the casino where I'm working at now, you still hear about people going to private games, and don't understand the reasoning behind that. You know, uh, other than to hide the cash, right? You know, because why wouldn't you want to play in a casino where you know, you know, where you know you're going to be protected for the most part? Well, I did talk to Will the Thrill. I was hoping he would call in tonight and we could talk about his tournament, which uh, takes place at the New York Athletic Club on uh, January 25th, 6 p.m. Uh, a lot of big names are, are going to be there, uh, not just poker players, but uh, he had a list of some of the names. And and uh, one of the guys from the Billy Joel Band is playing or is going to play in a tournament and uh, several other uh, big names up there. But Will's connected in the New York, uh, New Jersey area, and, and, and we'll invite a lot of friends, and it should be a lot of fun. So, uh, you know, unfortunately, he was playing in the Borgata today, which we'll get to in a little bit underway. The winter open with an opening event. So he said it was going to be kind of tough. He would try, but uh, couldn't promise anything, and I haven't heard from him. And so. when is the event supposed to take place? And it's a week from tonight, uh, Wednesday, the January 25th. 25th at 6 p.m., New York Athletic Club. Uh, check it out. It benefits the Ronald McDonald House Charities, and you can check out uh, their site online, and there's some information about the tournament on there, or search Will's name. Uh, he had a couple of posts on Twitter uh, that have some links on there. So if you go to Twitter and look up Will Fiella. F-A-I-L-L-A. You can find a couple of links to the information for the tournament. And if you're in the New York, New, York, New Jersey area, you might want to play. It should be a lot of fun and benefits a good cause. Uh, a couple other things I want to talk to, move on here. Uh, the uh, Bahamas tournament, formerly called the uh, Poker Stars Caribbean Adventure. Now it's the Poker Stars Championship Bahamas. And uh, I, I asked Will about it because he played in it early in the week, got back on Monday to his home up in New York. And uh, he said, that's the last time I'm going to that tournament. And I said, really? I said, has it changed? I said, oh, yeah. He said, I can remember several years ago playing for a first prize of $2.2 million, which Harrison Gimble won as an 18-year-old several years ago. Uh, now first place is 450000 He goes, they gouge you on everything. And he was very unhappy with the treatment there and said he would <laughs> not go back. Oh, <laughs> I believe I've mentioned on the show, I'm not a big fan of uh, the Bahamas uh, for the most part because they do gouge you on everything. They set up a lot of their gamblers that have had their monies confiscated at the airport 
when they've been too drunk. Oh, yeah, I've heard and some great big stories about that. Let me tell you, I met somebody who had that happen to him. Spent a, a couple of nights in their jail. There was a big story, I believe, in one of the – I believe it was either in, in any upper card player about how they had I to spend that. a couple of nights in there. And it's just – let me tell you, the, the treatment – I haven't been to the Bahamas. I mean, outside of spending three nights in Bimini, and that was so much different than being in Nassau or Freeport. But I haven't been in Nassau or Freeport in God knows how many years. It's, uh, you know, the, like like the Cubans say, I've never, I haven't lost anything there, so I don't need to go <laughs> back for anything. Well, I can remember years ago traveling to Freeport. There was a little. Uh, uh, you got on the little plane, yeah, the little jumper plane. That was 20, it was eight, 25 18 minutes, minutes I think. Yeah, that was the flight minutes. over there. You got in a cab at the airport. You went right to uh, the the Grand Bahama Island Freeport yeah. uh, Casino. And I can remember going over there. And uh, it's funny because people around the country, they think about, ooh, Bahamas. They think Bimini. Yeah. Uh, well, Bimini Aruba. is beautiful. Yeah, okay. I will give you that. Bim- Bimini but there's is different. Very I'm just talking about places down there. You're thinking about. Even Aruba, which is beautiful beaches and stuff like that. Yes, but these is. are third world countries, let's face it. And, uh, you know, you, 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 you say how great it is and how gorgeous and, and what the treatment, but you, it's not always so great. Yeah, really. well, put it this way. Uh, I, will, I could never, ever put Aruba in the same category. Uh, yes, it could be third world nation. They work with you. Uh, you are getting great service for just about everything that you get for over there. They're earning their tips. You know, the Bahamas puts a gratuity on every single thing that you order, Mm -hmm. okay? And my experience has been that they give you absolutely no service for it. And if you complain about it, service gets even worse. So, you know, why, why do I need to go over there? I especially live in here in Miami. You know, Miami has beautiful beaches. Listen, Aruba and the Bahamas, you can't even come close to comparing those two from service, from how beautiful the island is as far as, you know, the beaches are ten times better in Aruba than in the Bahamas, in my opinion. Once again, taking Bimini out out of the picture, Nassau and Freeport, which is the other two places I've been to. You know, Bimini is very beautiful, and and the service was very, very good in Bimini. Uh, I only ran into one jerk over there. So considering that most of them were jerks uh, 10, 15 years ago, the last time I was in the Bahamas, you know, uh, I'll take Aruba. But like you said, you're in these countries. You don't know how they're going to treat you. And you would think that with them having this poker tournament for the last how many years, Dave? Seven, Uh, eight years? At least. Okay that they'd want to treat these people like that. Will, one of the you know top poker players in the world, great character that Will has, you know, brings a lot to, to the game. Yes. And, uh, you know, look at what his response was to you. So yeah. that, that just confirms to me that things really haven't changed much in the Bahamas. Well, I did want to report it still is a pretty uh, recognized tournament uh, there. And, uh, you know, whether people, uh, the attendance decreases over the years wouldn't be a surprise. But uh, just to let you know what happened over there, uh, they had a couple of big uh, high rollers. Jason Kuhn won the $100,000 super high roller. Uh, let's see who he defeated head-to-head. Uh, looks like uh, James Martin was one of the uh, guys who went pretty deep in that. Um, I know that in the main event, uh, Aaron Paul made it to day two. I mentioned that last week. But the winner, it turns out, is Christian Harder, who is uh, from the Maryland area. 
and uh, pretty well known. Cliff Josephy finished second uh, in the event. Uh, this is the main event. Uh, 429,000 won by Christian Harder. Josephy wins 403, so they had a two-way chop there at the very end. Uh, Michael Vela finished in third place. And this was the $100,000? No, this was the main. Fifth, what was that, 50000 uh, uh, $10,000, I think, was the buy-in on that one. And uh, the the 100000 was Jason Kuhn was the winner. And then the the twenty five k was won by Bryn Kenny. So a uh, great turnout over there. Byron Coverman finished third. Mustafa Kanit was second. Uh, Dan Coleman finished in fourth place in it, in that one. So... Uh, did they have a big feel for that hundred thousand? Did for, it say there the by any chance? Because I mean, a lot of these hundred Ks have been very small recently, right? Uh, yeah, they have. But let's see. I don't think I have it here. Sorry, Joe. No, that's okay. I thought you might have had that right there at your hands. Oh, hundred? No, no, no. That's not it. That Sorry. can't be the hundred thousand one. <laughs> no, it was one hundred and twelve. Was the uh, day the, two of the other one? Uh, we had mentioned Jason Mercier made a good deep run in that one as well. Gail Bauman finished 10th, I think. She was doing real well, wasn't she, last week? She was week? doing well, yeah. Uh, but, we spoke uh, about that last week on the show. Yeah, I don't, I'm kind of running things together here, but I, I don't have every number. I do know that the main event had 738 players, so uh, that's a pretty nice turnout there. But speaking of nice turnouts, uh, the Hard Rock Tournament, event number one, Seminole Hard Rock Lucky Hearts, uh, finished up uh, the other day, or, or actually, I guess yesterday, or earlier today. Jerry Wong was actually the winner. There was a four-way chop. Jerry really? Wong wins that one for two hundred fifty uh, grand, and they had forty-seven hundred plus players. Yes, I heard that on Monday night. That that at Monday night they had forty-four hundred. So I guess another three hundred entered before that. Yeah, uh, Jerry Wong. Uh, there was a there was a four-way chop. Jerry Wong, Nancy Thomas, Victor Figueroa. And Stephen McCoy. Uh, and, equal uh, chop? No, not equal. Wong, 250K. The others were right around 100,000 because uh, uh, when they had the chips remaining, uh, Stephen McCoy had 5.9 million, Victor Figueroa, 8.9 million, Nancy Thomas, 9 million. Jerry Wong, $42 million. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he had the huge advantage. He was holding 42 of the uh, 66 million chips in play. Uh, 4,756 players. It was a $360 buy-in. Yeah. They had, uh, I think, eight uh, opening sessions. And uh, unbelievable turnout. But they continued to do well. And their main event, by the way, starts on Friday. This coming Friday, Friday. the 19th. Is, no, tomorrow, the, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, the 19th, 20th, and 21st will be their main event, which is only $1,100. This is not one of their bigger tournaments, but uh, $1,100 main event, and that all starts up tomorrow. So we'll be following that. We'll be following the Borgata tournament, which is in day 1C. Uh, wish uh, Will well in that one, and uh, we'll, of course, uh, talk on a lot of things. Uh, so we'll check it out. Uh, I want to talk to Will because he got married since the last time we had him. Really? Congratulations, and, uh, Will. A lot of people said, well, is, is he now going to be uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Mom, <laughs> Mr. Domesticated, and uh, lose his edge? I said, I doubt it. But uh, I was going to ask him uh, about it a little bit. But we'll have him on again soon. Uh, he was... Uh, very happy to come on the show if he wasn't busy. Well, and hope, it turns hopefully out we can talk to him uh, the week after his charity and ask him how everything went over there. 
I hate to do that to somebody, though. You know, they're trying to come on radio shows to promote their event, and if you have the week a, after. Well, listen, we were trying. He's playing poker. <laughs> yeah, He's I playing know, poker tonight. I gave him the opportunity, for sure. Uh, people can still, I'm sure people can still uh, donate to his charity. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, check so. out the uh, Ronald McDonald House Charities. Uh, website and uh, you, if you can't make it, you and that is can a contribute. great charity, the Ronald McDonald House. Great it really stuff. is putting up families of sick children and everything. Yeah, it, as Will said, I'll do anything charity. for kids' charities for sure. And uh, oh, by the way, he uh, it, it, when I talked to him yesterday, he said, uh, oh, "Why don't you come up and do your show from up here?" And I wish I had the ability to, uh, on the spur of the moment, jump in a plane. And he goes, "I'll get a hotel room for you. Uh, you can do the show here." And, uh, you know, if I had the equipment ready and, and, and stuff, I'd love to just take the laptop and do the show on Skype, which I could do. But, uh, you know, we'll have to get some of that stuff ready uh, if we expand the show here over the next uh, few months. That would be nice. <laughs> take a little trip to New York. Yeah, exactly. I'd like to join you on that one. So I don't know. New York Athletic Club, you familiar with where it is or anything? Uh, is it in no, Manhattan? Remember, it's, I believe it is in Manhattan. Um, but where exactly? No, because I've been out of New York now for over 20 years. Okay, well, years. maybe he'll still call. Maybe we can fit him on the show, uh, last part of the show. But uh, let's take our first break in the show. Uh, some interesting news uh, coming out uh, about something we talked about last week. I'll tease it by saying uh, uh, something we really want to see in the world of poker. <laughs> and the answer was yes. Well, we'll talk about that when we come back. Uh, let's talk, tell you about Gulfstream Park, though. Of course, located in Hallandale Beach, southern part of uh, Broward County. And really big month out there. Of course, their championship racing season underway, and things are great. This weekend is Sunshine Millions, big uh, series of races. Uh, should be very interesting. Uh, in conjunction with that, there's a giveaway this week. Uh, they're uh, giving away a uh, beach blanket. Uh, with a carrying case that uh, celebrates the Pegasus World Cup, which is the following week on the 28th. So uh, uh, a nice giveaway item uh, to be given away at Gulfstream this week. Uh, and then the 28th will be the Pegasus World Cup uh, with the big race, $12 million race, 12 horses, a million-dollar entry fee, and uh, something that we really look forward to. So uh, it will be uh, the 28th and uh, late in the day, obviously, on a Saturday. And it's a big day. Uh, Joe, you've heard a lot of uh, scuttlebutt out there. I think it's uh, going to be really a high roller event. As it, it, it really is. I mean, this is being uh, set up for people with deep pockets, Dave, as we say in, in, the, in, the, in the gambling world. Um, you know, it's going to be a first-class event. You know, uh, a lot of the rich Saudis that you know I'm hearing are coming in with their horses and bringing their people and uh you know even though even though it's going to be a little bit pricey if you do get a chance to get over there it's going to be a you know once in a lifetime experience well i'm sure there will be standing room areas and up the up the backstretch with the tiki club up there there's a lot of great places to still see the race and i'm sure they'll take care of a lot of their uh uh, regular customers, but it will be packed, and uh, you know you got to be prepared for that, no question. But this week is the Sunshine Millions. That will be crowded as well, but still a very attractive uh, group of races, and uh, should be a very nice day out there. Anyway, it's Gulfstream Park. It's located at Hallandale Beach on Federal Highway, 901 South Federal Highway, and lots of stuff going on over there besides the horse racing, including uh, uh, the Slots Casino, also the Poker Room, which we... Uh, 
like to go to. Uh, I haven't played there in a couple of weeks, but uh, plan to get over there very soon, take part in one of the nightly tournaments. It starts at 7 p.m., and uh, you can check that out. Give them a call over there if you want some information on what's going on in the poker room, what's happening on the day of the, of the big race. Uh, because it may uh, it may not be an open day on the poker room there. I haven't found out anything about that, but uh, certainly you should make a call I've, before you go over there. If you're I've play. been told that it's that they're the closing. poker room is closed. The poker room is going to be closed. As a matter Just of fact, one day. as a matter of fact, I was told by three or four people who are regular customers there that all the businesses will be closed that day. Oh, okay. All the businesses inside their little plaza area there are going to be the closed. The whole uh, Gulf Street and village the, of Gulf I Street? think, yeah, the whole village is going to be closed because of that special event. They need all the spaces. Wow. Like I stand you know, the, on uh, the prices that I'm hearing is just, you know, very, 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 like I said, deep pockets. But, again, it is a, a once-in-a-lifetime experience uh, as of right now. I mean, uh, we have some of their hardcore players that come into into where I'm working at now, and uh, they're they're telling me how expensive it is just to, it is to see the races from Frankie's, uh, the sports bar that they have there. So, um, give them a call and inquire yeah. about you, know, sure you know about how much it's going to be there. and and what you have to do because. They will be packed that day. Well, this weekend, uh, I mentioned the uh, Sunshine Millions. Also a big event there coming up in the Sport of Kings uh, room is the Eclipse Awards, which is the highest uh, you know, uh, celebration, kind of like the Grammys or the uh, Oscars of the horse racing business. And they uh, give, out, give out Horse of the Year and Trainer of the Year. And, and there's also a bunch of stuff tied in with the National Handicapping Championship. So uh, check that out all this week. Give them a call. Go to their website at GulfStreamPark.com and check it out. Uh, uh, big party on Friday night, the 20th, uh, in a couple of days. So, uh, by the way, if you're wondering who's going to be in this Pegasus World Cup Invitational, um, one of the big horses is California Chrome. So a uh, very well-known horse there. And uh, Aragate is another one. So, uh should be great, and check it out, and uh, beautiful place, uh, you know, if you can afford it, go on that day, if not, there's plenty of other days to have a great time there, no question about it. It's Gulfstream Park, located at 901 South Federal Highway in Hallandale Beach, welcome to your playground. <laughs> this is Poker Action Line. This is Big Dave for PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Want to know what's really cool? Your charitable tax-deductible donation every time you play. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com, the feel-good gateway to fun and prizes. Play free. Learn our system. Get 50,000 free chips and play for prizes. Play for scholarships that benefit Caribbean students. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Take it from Big Dave. A win for you is a donation to Caribbean education. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. They'll challenge your authority. They'll try to break your will. They'll push you to the edge of your sanity. Because that's what kids do. But this car is your territory, not theirs. Defend it. Who makes the payments? Who cleans it? Who drives it? You do. That's who. And in here, your word is law. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch until you hear that click. 
never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup. Welcome back to the show. Big Dave Lemon, Joe Rodriguez. Uh, just a little more information on this uh, tournament here. I had a chance to look it up. I was hoping uh, to have Will uh, explain everything to everybody, but unfortunately it looks like he's not going to be able to join us tonight. But some of the players that will be playing besides Will and John Raisner will be uh, uh, Richard Seymour, the former uh, New England Patriot and uh, Oakland Raider that uh, plays some pretty good poker, former NFL player. Vince Van Patten is uh, scheduled to be there. Andy Frankenberger, Beth Shack. Uh, Mike Del Judas from Billy Joel's band, and it should be a lot of fun. Uh, if you're wondering about costs, it's uh, not expensive. It's uh, only uh, $150 buy-in. Of course, there's uh, lots of sponsorship levels. If you want to uh, play with a pro, it costs a little bit extra. That's a $500 ticket uh, to play with one of the pros. But, of course, you could end up there anyway if you uh, hang in the tournament <laughs> yes. enough. Uh, $75 for spectators. And, of course, if uh, you can... Uh, Go to the website and check it out and donate if you want. Uh, just to give you that real quick, it's uh, uh, rmh-newyork.org, uh, Ronald McDonald House, New York, uh, slash play pro, play hyphen pro. And uh, if you uh, get in there, you can get involved if you want to uh, make a donation. Have a lot of great prizes, bounty prizes, uh, $100 rebuys, and uh, should be a lot of fun. Once again, January 25th, uh, Wednesday night at uh, 6 p.m. in New York. And uh, Joe gave me the address there. Um, uh, Central Park? 180 Central Park South, which is 7th Avenue, West 7th Avenue, and 59th Street, right by Columbus Circle. Okay. Uh, very easy to get to in New York City. Well, I wouldn't say easy to it, get to. It is, is easy it? to get to. It really is. <laughs> I'm telling you. Just take easy. an Uber. Just you know, listen. Just go down 7th Avenue to the Columbus Circle. Okay. Let's move on with some other topics here. Uh, one of the things I wanted to mention and I teased before the break uh, was something we were talking about on the show a couple of weeks ago, or maybe last week. I guess it was last week. Yeah, it was last week's show. Uh, a special head-to-head grudge match. Oh, between, between Stacy Madison and William Kasuf, and it is on. He's taken. He's taken. We didn't the think challenge, he would. Huh? He took the bait and took the challenge. Yeah, it's going to be at the uh, at eight 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 live uh, at the Kings Casino in Rosvedov on February second, and uh, I know the grinders involved. Grinder, good friend of Stacy, is going to do some commentary on it. I don't know exactly how they're going to carry it, whether it's going to be Facebook Live or what, but. Uh, the head-to-head match, if you know the background on this, uh, you've heard the show of ours, then we've talked about it extensively. But uh, she laid down pocket queens in the main event uh, when he bluffed her with a nine high. And, of course, uh, you know, it was very irritating to everybody. By the way, I watched uh, today I watched the final hand against uh, Griffin Benger, which I had not seen before. I had missed that show. When he lost with So his, I went uh, back and looked it up King on YouTube. Stasis? The uh, Check Your Privilege uh, speech by Benger. And uh, he didn't have much to say on the way out, uh, Kasuf, uh, as he got knocked out with pocket kings against Benger's uh, pocket aces. Uh, yeah, and he had suffered a big loss with aces when he held aces to someone else's pocket kings, correct? Right. And so, yeah, a little bit, you know, uh, when you're not winning, raking in all those chips, uh, the, the talk kind of, you know, 
the air and the talk leaves your body, I guess. Anyway, he uh, went online on Twitter uh, to respond uh, to her challenge. And he said, so Stacy Madison has challenged me to a heads-up match at 88 Live Festival at King's Casino Rosvedov on February 2nd. Here's my response. Let the fun and games begin. Wee! Laugh out loud. <laughs> so, uh, should be kind of cool. Of course, uh, later on in the year, uh, Poker Night in America is going to carry that heads-up match between Mike Dentali and Kate Hall. So that appears to be are the we, newest we, trend. I, I was going to say, are we heading down that path now of grudge matches, heads-up grudge matches? It used to be prop bets of uh, running 8,000 miles or uh, losing 200 pounds, but uh, now it's, uh, it's strictly at the poker table. Yeah, well, listen, this should be a lot of fun. This definitely, this definitely is going to get a couple of hits for sure. <laughs> I know I'm going to be interested in watching and, and seeing what's going on with Stacy there. Yeah, no question. Uh, so we'll uh, give you some information on that. But that should be coming up soon. We'll maybe have more information next week. Borgata Winter Poker Open, I mentioned that. That is underway. They are in day 1C. Uh, it is a uh, the opening event's a 560 buy-end with a $2 million guarantee. By the way, that uh, that Hard Rock tournament uh, had a 500000 guarantee. And it for, went over a million. For 360, it went over $1.4 million. Yeah, it's amazing. But uh, Almost three times the yeah, guarantee. Unbelievable. For this one should go over. For three sixty. This one should go over easily as well. There's six opening sessions. Uh, two yesterday, two today, and two tomorrow. On Thursday the nineteenth, and then they will go to day two on Friday. Uh, Five hundred sixty is the buy-in there, and then there's a whole schedule of events. Uh, the main comes around on the nineteenth of uh, January. No, not the 19th, the event 19. It's uh what's the date on that? Uh the 29th, Sunday January tw- or January 29th is day 1A and Monday the 30th is day 1B. Uh that is a $3500 buy-in, $3 million guarantee and that one will be uh part of the WPT series later on in the year. So, uh a lot of good stuff going on, no question about it. Uh Aussie Millions is underway out in Melbourne, Australia. We'll be reporting on that. Uh, I did want to talk briefly about uh, my experience. I, I was talking it up on the show last week that I plan to go over to the aisle and play in a $60 event, which uh, is almost laughable when you talk about some of these numbers that are out there on the professional tour. But I got a chance to play and uh, went to the 3 o'clock session. And uh, uh, one of the guys that we've had on the show before, Erwin Block, was uh, sitting on my left and eventually knocked me out. Uh, <laughs> what did you I, I hold? Could, I can tell you the hand. You I had ace four offsuit. Uh, my stack was started to dwindle a little bit. I'd been playing for about maybe an hour, an hour and a half or so, and it was dwindling a little bit, and I was starting to get a little nervous. I had ace four offsuit. Um, did you open shove? I o- no, I didn't open shove. I did raise a pretty good amount, and he called, uh, and we were going head to head then. Uh, and uh, there was an ace on a flop, so I did shove then. He just had and a better ace. No, he had ace nine, and I had ace four. So uh, yeah, he had a better ace. He yeah, had exactly. A ace. Exactly. So that was the end of that event for me. Uh, I continue to learn, but uh, still a long way to go. Yeah. Well, listen. That's the, as long as you're learning from these experiences, you're you're actually gaining a lot. So yeah, for sure. But uh, lots of other stuff going on. The, of course, the uh, February uh, event up at the uh, Palm Beach Kennel Club will be the tournament up there with the uh, uh, 
WSOP circuit, and of course uh, the Borgata is the WPT event, and then we'll follow all the big uh, tour events uh, coming on. Uh, a lot of poker predictions articles that I read uh, in the past year, and uh, you know they talked about what some of the things that were going on. Uh, just want to talk briefly on what your thoughts now that it's kind of shaken out about the GPL. If you thought that would survive into into 2017. Um. Well, listen, the owners and the creators of the GPL stated, if I'm not mistaken, that, you know, they needed to fix a couple of things, you know, to to make this product a little bit better for this coming year. Um, Like I've stated many times on the show before, you know, I think you need your star powers. I don't know if going forward, if they don't get some of those things, whether they will survive or not. So, have have, you know... (laughs) If they're willing to work on it, you know, they came up with a lot of good ideas. You know, the draft was outstanding. Uh, you know, I like the way they had the, the, the teams, you know, around the world. Uh, the cube was, you know, phenomenal uh, idea. Um, again, I, you know, I, I don't know how their sponsorship went because I'll tell you, I really lost interest when I didn't know who was going to play. You know, especially when the big names weren't facing each other. So, have they stated anything as to what you know what no. they're going to do for this coming year? Probably will be similar to this year, where they kind of uh, they're still planning, and uh, that was one of the big mistakes I thought they made was not laying everything out then going forward uh, with a ready schedule. But uh, uh, it's hard when you when you have your plans and things don't quite fall together, and you don't want to jump the gun on, and, a, on a promotion. And listen, even though it's a tremendous idea, we know how difficult it is to make poker a team sport when the game of poker is actually an individual sport, you know. And a lot of these big players, you know, uh, the, the, the Jason Merciers and all the other great players that are in this league, you know, whether they have contractual obligations to play in other tournaments around the country or in the United States, you know, I guess scheduling has to be a big issue in this league, trying to get these guys to get together. Even though they play on the computer, you know, you have to set up a, a time that's that's that the mutual parties can agree to to play this. They have to have a schedule set up for this. So I would imagine a lot of the planning is, is what they have to really fix to allow them to promote the big names that, that, that they have. Right, right exactly. Uh, one of the other things people are talking about is will online poker make any inroads uh, in 2017? Uh, California is still, you know, uh, fighting amongst themselves. Pennsylvania uh, looked like for a while they were a good shot, uh, but not so much anymore. I, and, of course, we have to wait and see what's going to happen with uh, the Trump cabinet and whether he, Jeff Sessions, becomes the attorney general and what the DOJ will do. Because he's talking about taking there. it away from the states that already have already voted it yeah, in and which, have it legal. which will be immediately be responded to by uh, lawsuits, lawsuits and exactly. major, major problems. I, I'll be honest with you, Dave. I, mean, I don't know what the, what the view is out there. My view is this. For online poker to get, to get its you know, foothold again in the United States, you're going to need California, New York, Florida to get on board. You need these three states to come on in, bring this, bring this on board, and then I think you will start seeing other states start to fall in line, and then hopefully, you know, we can uh, co-mingle with other states and, and you know, 
get uh, what was that word that Randy Casper used to use? Uh, liquidity. Liquidity. Liquidity yeah. of players that are, of what we're used to seeing. You know what yeah. what they have now everywhere else in the world except the United States. Well, some places uh, there has been more acceptance. Uh, we saw it with marijuana in uh, 2016, with a lot of states ad- adding uh, uh, medical marijuana to their uh, laws, and and some places even recreational marijuana. But uh, as far as poker goes, uh, there was a new bill in Virginia, which has always been a place where poker's been illegal. Uh, not, we're not just talking about online poker; we're talking about they have no poker rooms uh, in Virginia. Uh, there is in West Virginia. There is obviously in Maryland, and a lot of the people travel uh, to uh, Maryland to uh, go. In fact, uh, uh, the MGM National, which just opened, anticipates that nearly half of their business will come from Virginians, uh, $350 million a year. So uh, they're probably not actually thrilled with uh, it passing in Virginia, but it's becoming more accepted. And uh, there was a bill introduced this week that would uh, amend the portion of the legal code of Virginia that pertains to gambling to make an exception for poker uh, under what is do, now considered do, illegal. Do you think these people are looking at what other states around them are doing? Well, I think they Noticing have to. Yeah, it they isn't changing the social fabric of, exactly. of life. You know, the, the, the world isn't crumbling, you know, uh, uh, for the religious right. You know, God isn't shooting thunderbolts at us because, you know, gambling has expanded. And... Some of the senators, some of the you know the government people are realizing, hey, we're losing a lot of revenue to to our you know bordering states for no reason at all. Right. Only because we have these antiquated ideas about what gambling should be and what it shouldn't be and what we should allow in these states. Like you just mentioned now, medical marijuana is in a lot more states than we ever thought it would be in, including ours here in Florida now. Yeah, absolutely. And guess what? You know, it, it's time that these people let go of some of these things and just live their lives and, and affect the people that have the same beliefs that they do and, and leave the rest of us alone. I was reading some uh, older magazines uh, today and uh, talked about the show that uh, Ken Burns did. Ken Burns, of course, famous for the Civil War uh, series, the, the series that he did on baseball. And uh, he did one a few years ago on Prohibition. And it, it just makes you, you know, shocking that for so long people held on to those ideas that they could make uh, alcohol illegal and how what a complete and colossal failure that was to try to stop that. All you had to do was watch Boardwalk Empire that that you know that, that showed you. We, we've already known through history how how that strengthened you know illegal illegal people you know the, the mob as, as they've said and you know you can't you know you can't stop people from doing what they want to do and that was proven so much so in Prohibition. And the only people who got, you know, who, who profited from this were the people who were trading in illegal liquor back then. Gambling, you're not going to stop gambling. You're just not going to. It's already been proven. If poker could have been dealt a death blow, you know, whenever, when Black Friday came, the brick and mortars got, got healthier, believe it or not. They got a lot healthier, Dave. Yeah. And guess what? Tournaments are still drawing unbelievable numbers. We discussed it on our show years ago. Our tournament's going to suffer because there's no more satellites into them. No, they haven't. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the people will find a way. The only thing you're doing is you're hurting the people who live in remote areas that can't get to a casino who are enjoying either recreationally playing poker or doing it for a living and providing for their family. 
And I think that's just wrong. You know, it's, I think it's egos got involved in this. And instead of coming to, you know, a logical conclusion and let's say let's work this out, no, you know, hey, you know, I'm the, I'm the one who can pee the furthest here and I'm going to set the rules and stop you from doing this. And, you know, this is what we've been fighting now for how many years has it been, Dave? Was it four years or five now coming up uh, in like a, on April 15th? It's like five years. No, it's been longer. It's longer uh, or six? The 11th. Uh, so uh, this this will be six years. Six this year. years. Five remember, we were talking right about, they were talking about shutting it down for a year. And we were like, are you kidding me? A year without poker? And it's been now almost six years. So yeah, exactly. let's get this done, damn it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the World Series of Poker, uh, which I mentioned earlier, uh, they came out with some announcements uh, this week uh, regarding their what they call their flagship weekend anchor events. Uh, they are kind of uh, passing out piecemeal a little bit of information on the schedule. And, of course, they had originally mentioned about the Colossus, which is going to be, uh, uh, again, a 565 buy-in. Uh, that had uh, over 21,000 players last year, and that will be coming back again for th- uh, flights on three days, June 2nd, June 3rd, and June 4th. One re-entry will be permitted in each flight. Uh, the money bubble burst in each starting flight, which was something new that they tried last year, which was designed to re- reduce lines at the cashiers, and it worked very well. Uh, before the end of the session was over, they were able to go ahead and... Uh, and uh, reached the money bubble, and uh, you knew whether or not uh, you could actually enter again on other events, but, uh, you know, you can go and collect your uh, earnings if you got knocked out after the you were in the money but not moving on in the tournament. Wow. So that's a possibility. Uh, the following weekend, which is uh, the 10th and 11th, two starting days for the Millie Maker, $1,500 buy-in millionaire maker and uh, one at re-entry allowed in those. Now, this is kind of uh, significant because re-entries were not a part of the World Series of Poker for a very long time. And uh, they're starting to add them into some of their bigger events uh, because, of course, it makes for more attention, more uh, prize money. And, uh, you know, uh, if you if you do still maintain control of it, I think some people will not be too upset. No, uh, you know we discussed this years ago. Also, whether these re, uh, re-entries were, it seems like you know that's here to stay for good, Dave. Yeah, you know uh, I like the fact that the main event isn't, and I hope they never make that a re-entry. Right. But uh, outside of keeping that tradition with the main event, you know, we we have to come to the conclusion that that's what these tournaments are all are going to be about. So. Now for the one guy who saves up, you know, all year to, you know, to play in maybe a, a two or three thousand dollar tournament, you have to rethink how you want to how you want to distribute that that tournament money and whether you, whether now you want to have four or five bullets in a five or five hundred or a thousand dollar tournament buy-in, or shoot that one bullet into the three thousand four thousand dollar buy-in tournaments. Uh, the following, by the way, uh, last year almost seventy two hundred players entered that a nine point seven million dollar prize pool for the Millie Makers. So that's one of the big events of the of the of the series. Uh, the seniors championship is the following week a thousand dollar buy-in fifty years old and up, and the super seniors will follow uh, two days later on June eighteenth for sixty five and up. Uh, there is also uh, going to be a monster stack event on June 24th and 25th. That is a freeze-out, uh, one entry only, $1,500 buy-in. And then the first weekend of July, the Crazy Eights tournament uh, with an $888 buy-in and eight-handed tables. 
And then, of course, the main event uh, concludes things on July 8th, uh, July 9th, and July 10th. So uh, it's getting further and further back from the holiday weekend. But uh, uh, And so when is the opening day again? I'm sorry. July 8th. Oh, no, you're talking about the main oh, event. Oh, the opening of the, opening of the, event the series July, is May 30th. May 30th. Yes. So we're looking at a little over four months and, what, about less than two weeks, yeah. four and a half, less than four and a half months away? Yeah, absolutely. They'll play the main event through July 17th, where they will have nine remaining to be coming back later in the year. So uh, that's the schedule. We'll keep an eye on all that stuff. As we move along here, uh, plenty of things to go on before then, of course, including a lot of stuff here in South Florida. So we'll watch that for you as well. Uh, let's tell you about Gulfstream Park for a second, though, as we head to break. Uh, and we mentioned all the big horse racing stuff that's going on this weekend. So check again over there if you're going to head over. But uh, poker is uh, certainly part of the action over there. And they have great nightly tournaments at 7 p.m., of course, uh, the action, 24 hours on the weekend during the week, 18 hours. So check the schedule of what they're uh, spreading over there as far as games. And, of course, uh, it's in the back part of the Finish Line Casino on the first floor with 20 tables. And a lot of great events. Good people. Uh, you'll get a fair game, nice and clean. And uh, I think you'll really enjoy it. It's one of the great places to play here in South Florida. If you want any information, you can call the Poker Room at 954-457-6336, 954-457-6336. Gulfstream Park is located in Hallandale Beach in between I-95 and the beaches. Very easy to get to. Check it out on the map, of course. As a landmark, you'll have the Pegasus statue, which is out in the front parking lot next to the village of Gulfstream Park, which has the great shops, the dining, and uh, a lot of entertainment uh, facilities as well. So it's a great day for the whole family. You can have fun. There's plenty of things for everybody to do. And uh, Dad can get away and play a few hands of poker if he's <laughs> the one that plays. Or maybe Mom is. Uh, who knows? Uh, don't want to pigeonhole that into anybody. But uh, certainly a lot of fun. It's a great place to go. It's located at 901 South Federal Highway in Hallandale Beach. It's Gulfstream Park. Welcome to your playground. This is Poker Action Line. Hi, this is Big Dave from PokerActionLineRadio.com. I want to let all avid poker players know about a great new lottery game that was developed by one of our sponsors, Atlantic West Management Group. This game is now available worldwide on the Internet and will be served as Place Your Chips Caribbean and operated on the Internet as an international lottery by Atlantic West. The Texas Hold'em poker-like game is perfectly legal everywhere and presented as a lottery game with tickets available on the Internet. You can win pick six lottery tickets and cash prizes by using your poker playing skills. It's open to lottery players worldwide, and right now this game is in a play-for-free test mode, and you are not obligated to purchase anything. You can get 50,000 free play chips per ticket for the purpose of evaluating the game with no prizes awarded until the game goes live. The lottery customer can purchase a ticket with a unique number that will grant them entry into one of many Texas Hold'em poker tables with a chip stack and like a lottery game, the prize value will be based on ticket sales. That chip stack will be valid for the remainder of the week as players can access the site as often as they like to try and take the chip lead. At the end of the week, the highest chip stacks will be awarded lottery prizes, and if you lose all your chips, the lottery ticket becomes null and void. As with regular lottery games, you can purchase as many entries as you like. However, each ticket stands on its own merit, and much like the regular lottery, the results of multiple tickets cannot be combined toward a prize. The name of this game is Place Your Chips Caribbean. You can access a live demonstration of the game right now at www.placeyourchipscaribbean.com. We believe that when it goes live soon, there will be a heavy demand for this game, as most lottery players would much rather have some say in the outcome of their lottery result. 
Their odds of winning are greatly improved if they're able to utilize their playing skills in order to increase their chances of winning. I hope that you will try the Play for Free demonstration and hope that you will join us when the Play for Real game becomes available later this year. WFO Radio NHRA Nitro is all about the NHRA Full Throttle Drag Racing Series. Join Joe at 7 p.m. Eastern each Tuesday night for the first edition of NHRA Nitro. Featuring the NHRA's Alan Reinhardt. Race winners stop by to talk about bringing home the Wally. Every Tuesday night, following NHRA national events, NHRA Nitro is available on demand anytime on the WFO radio application and at WFORadio.com. Uh, final segment of the show, Big Dave and Joe. Uh, one thing I want to finish out the show with is there's another challenge going on between uh, some poker pros and the uh, computer at Carnegie Mellon. Remember a few years ago they had uh, the uh, pros versus computer competition. And uh, actually I think the, it was kind of considered a draw, although uh, the pros I think uh, actually won by a little bit. Uh, but they started back uh, last week. And for 20 straight days, uh, human players playing heads up against uh, a computer named Libratus, uh, which uh, means balance in, in uh, the old Roman language, uh, Latin language. Uh, the, the computer program has been in development since 2015, and uh, they're doing the one of the humans uh, is on the floor at the Rivers Casino in Pittsburgh and another player isolated uh, away from the action, but both going against computers. Uh, the first competition last year lasted 14 days. This one's lasting 20 days. There's a $200,000 payout and uh, just playing a lot of games. Uh, it's amazing. Um, uh, let me see if I can get the exact number of hands. I think it's something like 200,000 hands they're playing uh, on the computer. But uh, they started off, the computer took the early lead. Um, the players, uh, the, the, the poker bot actually doubled its lead, and then now the players are starting to come back. But I wanted to look at it uh, to, uh, you know, look at one hand. It's kind of give you an idea of, of what goes on. Uh, but the players now involved. Now it's heads up poker. Right, it's a computer Heads up against poker. one right. particular player. Right, there's four different players playing: uh, Jason Less, Dong Kim, Daniel McCauley, and Jimmy Chu. A couple of those players are new because before uh, Doug Polk was in it, and also Bjorn Lee, uh, as opposed to uh, uh, McCauley and Chu. But it's called Brains versus Artificial Intelligence, upping the ante. So for 20 straight days, they play head to head, and they do have one of the hands in here, which I thought we'd have fun taking a quick look at. It was between Don Kim and uh, the computer Libratus. And uh, the, here's a look at the hand. Uh, Kim was the button. He raised to 274 chips. Blinds were uh, 50 and 100. And Libratus calls. So the, fl the flop was six of spades, five of hearts, four of spades. And the machine bet 274. Uh, Kim called, and the turn was the eight of hearts. Uh, Libratus called. Called or bet? No, I'm sorry. Labratus bet again, 274. Kim raised to 3,151, which is about twice of the pot. Uh, Labratus called. The river was the nine of spades. So that puts the flush draw out there. Uh, also, uh, as it turns out, uh, you know, you have a, a gut shot straight. 
And the bot bet 15000 which was about twice the pot. Kim tanked before eventually calling. He had nine of hearts, seven of spades. So he had the straight, uh, and Labratis tabled po- pocket eights. For the full house? No. For, he didn't, uh, didn't the eight hit the on the eight, turn? So he lost. Uh, the eight hit on the turn, but uh, so that's, that's all he had. He didn't have the... Trip eights? Trip eights was all oh, he I had. Oh, I thought the flop had come with two sixes. No, six, five, four. Did, oh, I, did I say six? Yeah, no. I, thought you, I thought you had said no, two six, sixes. No, six, five, four... Eight on the turn, nine on the river. and uh, Well, he didn't even need the so nine. He didn't need the nine. He had already right, gone, exactly. already had, right, he already exactly. had the nut straight. The nine actually hurt his hand. Exactly. So the, the bot's hand was actually uh, a set that turned into a bluff, basically, to keep well, raising Well, it didn't matter because once the eight hit with a four, five, six, eight, a seven was beating him anyway. He just didn't put his opponent. You know, the, the, the computer didn't put, took the probabilities and did not put... His opponent on a on a on any kind of a seven right. for him to have been calling and raising there. That is why I think, at least as far as poker, because I know that computers have played grandmaster champions in uh, in chess and are now beating them. Okay, as a, as opposed to in the past twenty thirty years ago, poker has that element that needs the human element, in my opinion, of reading your opponent. And seeing if you think they are capable, while a computer is just going to work on probability numbers. Right. Although they said that uh, Jason Les said that this year's uh, version of uh, the Carnegie Mellon bot is better at bluffing and better at not being bluffed. So uh, you can check it out. You can also uh, there's a link on this story, which is on Card Player, uh, which you can uh, watch this the live stream of these matches. But currently they're they played about thirty thousand hands, uh, and they're about dead even. It's or no, I take that back. Labratus is still leading at fifty thousand uh, dollars through uh, thirty thousand hands. Uh, three of the players are down to the computer: uh, Jimmy Chu by seventeen thousand eight hundred, Jason Less by eleven thousand two hundred, and Daniel McCauley by fifty-four thousand. And the only player up is Don Kim, who leads by thirty-three thousand, thanks to the hands he had. But currently, Labratus leads by fifty thousand dollars. Uh, with about a third of the hands played, they're going to play 120,000 hands. But can we learn anything from this? I guess that's the question. I I would imagine if... It's a very if, interesting to me. If the computer has improved that much, that means they're able to program bluffing, catch bluffing, bringing some of the human element that's involved in poker, right. besides the, the math, you know. And that's the part where you don't know how it's applied in the computer. You know, I'd, I'd, you know, I wish I was uh, more versed in how computers, how they, th- you know, how they, they program them. But obviously, if they've improved it that much to where it's holding its own through 30,000 hands and actually not only holding its own, but it's actually up, you know, and I'd love to know some of the hands where, it, you know, caught them bluffing, uh, you know, got them to fold a, a, a superior hand because of the pattern of betting, you know. Like I said, at that point, you are now adding the human element in there, right, right. Uh, and you're getting a lot closer to it. Can it get to a point where it will totally dominate a human? That's probably yet to be seen, but if they've made big strides from last year to this year, eventually it probably will. But here's the interesting part. You're talking about heads up. What do you do when you play with a full table? So, right, exactly. you know, the, the, I'm sure it's still a, a learning process for, for, for everybody else. And, uh, you know, 
maybe maybe this could be used to teach humans how to play poker a little bit better too. Well, it's been a comeback for the for the brains players. Uh, it's called brains versus artificial intelligence. The brains were down at one point, one hundred sixty thousand. Now down just fifty thousand. So they've made a comeback, and uh, I find it so interesting. I, I can imagine. Uh, how fun it would be if you had that kind of computer mind to go ahead and try to program it to uh, to beat humans on every level. Now, the only fear I see with this, though, Big Dave, is somebody using that online. Yeah, well, that's and, that's and the thing. you know that that's that's the only thing that I could see this being made for. Obviously, is for someone to be able to use this online. Yeah, and that would just kill the game. Yeah. Well. I guess there's always about a problem it. with uh, things that are interesting you know, that to be used for uh, some sort of negative Yeah, uh, well, aspect. listen, you know, people don't care. If they can get away with it for six months and make, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars or whatever amount it is, they don't care if the game ends after that. They've, they, they've accomplished their goal <laughs> uh, real quickly. So it's okay. going to take online security to make sure stuff like this doesn't happen. We'll start on January 11th. They play for 20 days, and uh, we'll check it out. It's uh, kind of centered around the Pittsburgh Casino, Rivers Casino. And uh, we'll check it out and see how it turns out. Very interested in finding out what the final results are. Uh, that's going to do it for the show. If you're in the New York area, check out the uh, Ronald McDonald House website and information uh, there about the tournament uh, run by Will the Thrill Faella. Uh, unfortunately, he couldn't join us tonight because he's busy playing in the Borgata Winter Open uh, opening event. And uh, we will have Will on in the future and talk about a few things because it's been a while since we've had him on. We'll have some fun with him. Anyway, that's going to do it for the show. Uh, we'll keep an eye on the Lucky Hearts Open and, and uh, that sort of make thing. Sure, to make sure the nation doesn't implode this Friday when we swear in President-elect Trump. Yeah. We will be here barring that next Wednesday. I guess we've got to give this guy a chance. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, but anyway, have a safe week and, uh, and, and uh, good luck at the felt. Enjoy yourself there. Gio, thank you for everything as well. Joe, and we'll talk to you guys next week on another edition of Poker Action Line. The views and opinions of the hosts, guests, or callers are not necessarily those of the station, its owners, advertisers, or agencies.